everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Books Wrestling Podcast, episode 84. I am your host, Smoothman. I've got Matt, Jack, Chris, and Space Toast to do with me this week. <laughs> Say hello, everybody. Hello. How are we? Hello. Yeah. Well, Dennis here. Yeah, I'm alright, mate. How are you? Yeah, wonderful. Living a dream. As always. Absolutely. Are we going to speak or is it just going to be fun? Like, can we just... Oh, fuck I'm just waiting, waiting for smoothness. Because it's just... Uh, it, I'm tired. Um, you have no right to be saying and, that. And we are tired of waiting for you. Yeah, oh. I know. I, I know. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to be a very busy one today. Right. So we're going to try and get through it as quick as we can. We're going to start with AEW at some point after we've done the news. Then we'll quickly talk about NXT and War Games and then do predictions while interweaving all of our Raw and SmackDown highlights of this week. Interweaving. Highlights. Not high predictions. Highlights being, yeah. Um, so before, before we get into it, uh, let's, get some, let's get some ridiculous news this week. Um, two bits, which are probably not massive bits of news, but Jim Cornette was being Jim Cornette. Oh... Yes. This seems like a really real controversial thing. topic to cover. I love it. Let's <laughs> yeah, um, five white guys talk about racism. Yeah, let's go right ahead on this one, boys. Where do you stand on buckets of chicken going across Ethiopia? <laughs> <laughs> it's the, oh, the, the, the fact that he refused to apologise, I think, is what makes this even worse. Jim Cornette. It's Jim Cornette refusing to apologise and then subsequently being sacked by NWA for it. I'm not surprised. Mm. <laughs> this old man from South, he reuses racist lang on wrestling show and doesn't apologise. That's a covert line. He said it before as well, didn't he? He said yeah, it in the he's got about Reddit of when he used it before. I mean... Uh, Jim Cornette being a cunt. Hopefully this will be the end of Jim we'll have to see him again. Ever. It won't because we sell fucking t-shirts and podcasts. This podcast will go through the roof with it, and some other wrestling company in a year's time will be on fire and go, "Shit, Jim Cornette, bring him in!" <laughs> yeah, it, we'll, we'll see him again in Ring of Honor, probably again. <laughs> Ring Could of you Honor. imagine? Dead anyway. Yeah, mm. dead meme. Speaking of Ring of Honor, what? I thought you were going to mention the Ring of Honor point, so I thought I'd lead you into that segue for you. Yeah, for me, the segue Ring of Honor this week. Boom. Me? Ring of Honor, what? Fucking old deer in headlights moment for Smooth when they were like, what? I don't know. Ring of Honor? What? Ring of Honor has signed Flamita, who is Bandito's tag partner from the Indies. So, with Bandito likely to leave at the end of this month, Ring of Honor have snapped up his former tag partner, which will be a like for like replacement, basically. So it's like in in, in some ways Sinkara being replaced by Honeyko. In a, f- they're the same person. I mean, in that they're both luchadors. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is the best way for you to address this topic, given we've just moved past Jim Cornette being racist. But I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I think Smoothin was trying to say they've got very similar wrestling styles, and if you put them in the same mask, they may look. Like That's the same exactly person. Okay. I, I didn't watch when old Sinkara was a person. Neither did I. 
Bandito has a very specific mask. It's like almost like he's got a bandana on. If you've ever seen Bandito wrestle, he was in what was the first AEW show before it was AEW? Was it All, All in? in? Yeah, so he was in All In. Was that the one with the penis druids? No. Well, <laughs> yes, they had penis druids with Joey Ryan come out. Yeah. But, okay. That's, uh, yeah. Bandito wrestled in All In in the six man tag in the main event. Yeah. Uh, is just a really good young up and coming uh, luchador, he's been saying, and he should do well. I assume he'll be booked alongside Dragon Sea and Russia if they don't get sacked. Flamita was at Progress when I went to Progress, and he was really good. Really liked him. Yeah. Chris, thoughts on Flamita? Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he was, who was he in tag team with? I can't remember. They were tag team champs when I went to Progress. Um, I've seen little to no progress for a long time. I have no idea what we're talking about, to be quite honest. You know, <laughs> I can't remember who his partner was. Sorry, but he, he was really good. Okay, so moving away from Flamita and Jim Cornette, let's talk about ACH or Jordan Mouse being released from WWE this week. Oh, one racism to another. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. He's gone. I did, mean, he, did he just quit anyway before that? He he quit, but he like you can't just quit. Um, but this is actually quite big news because basically what happened was he booked himself some indie shows before he had confirmation that WWE had released him. And people are saying the only reason WWE have agreed to the release is because if somebody took their contracts to court, because they're independent contractors, WWE wouldn't have a leg to stand on forcing them not to wrestle in other promotions. Well, so they're... Yeah, so they're, they're basically saying the only reason that he was allowed to, to leave was because they didn't want it to go to court and for other people to try and try this. So it could lead to other people trying the same thing. I mean, that's a good point. I would say part of it as well is when you look at ACH, he was talented, but he was never going to be like main event level. And he was that much hassle for them. I think it probably made more sense just to yeah. cut ties completely and go right off you go. Um, we'll use... I definitely think that comes into it as well. Yeah. Or it was a simple case of um, WWE going, you're fired. And then going, you can't fire me, I quit. And then nothing, and then just continued flame. So they did the usual Twitter, oh, this lad's gone, bye. They just <laughs> kept, it, kept it quiet, didn't they? Yes. Mm. Um, and then the other bit of news, uh, Corey Graves had a tweet this weekend after last night's TakeOver War Games. Um, the tweet says, just for the record, guys, I know you wouldn't know it, but there's actually a WWE Hall of Famer and a former Ring of Honor champion on commentary. I'd imagine they have a lot to offer. Then, subsequently, we don't know if this is true or not, whether this is the reason, but Maro and Allo then delete a tweet. I, I, that's just speculation. I don't think this is news. It, 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 yeah, it's a, he literally just deactivated his Twitter after, the, um, after a takeover. I don't, it's too difficult to just pin it on that tweet. It may be, it may well be, it may well not be, but you know, if he, from what I've seen before, he very much over-evaluates his performance, and if he does a particularly good job, him looking at Twitter might not be the best idea, and then vice versa, and then he sees all the horrible things coming his way, so deletes Twitter or deactivates rather. I, I don't necessarily think it could be that. It could be, or it could not be. It, it's way too speculated, I think, to be. It is, but it's just Corey Graves could have done this a little bit better. Well, he's a shit, isn't he? We all know this already. I don't think it was anything to do with Mauro, was it? Well, yeah, it's basically saying that Mauro's talked too fucking much. 
It has connotations, I think. I would think that Graves will be pulled into the office and Trips or someone lower than Trips will have a word with him and tell him not to go after people in the in your same company. Especially um, not what's the payoff to that? It's not like those two are gonna have a match. Do you know it is I mean? a Twitter bang, didn't they? Yeah. Cruz versus Maruanello. I'd watch that. As long as I could throw fucking that Cheers for that. Cheers, Jeff. <laughs> Cheers. Um, but yeah, speculation, whatever. It's just it's it's not really news, it's just FYI. Um Let's go into AEW before we get into all the WWE. Oh, yeah, he did want to talk about Kelly Klein. Oh, disgusting. Oh, yeah, Kelly Klein is a big what, what's, a, what's a Kelly Klein? <laughs> so, Kelly Klein was the ROH women's champion. Uh, this was the ring of honor thing I wanted you to talk about. I don't know what you're talking about. She asked I don't for read. a pay raise to 20 grand a year. So, $20,000 a year. That's not. A massive wage in America. I think that's around what the living wages for over here. That's fuck all in America. Yeah, she asked for a she's a champion as well. She asked for a pay raise to that. ROH have told her, we're not giving you a pay raise. We, we have want to pay all the women the same. We don't want to pay you more than the other women. So that's led to them. She went live on Twitter with it, and suddenly they emailed her and told her they wouldn't be renewing her contract, a.k.a. she sacked. Now... The other interesting thing about this aspect is that her husband worked for uh, AEW and left ROH to go work for AEW. His name has slipped my mind at the minute, but he was a former wrestler. He's now a trainer producer. But ROH are fucked at the minute, like with press coming off that because they wouldn't pay her basically a living wage. Well, isn't Joey Mercury going all over it on Twitter as well? I mean, I've seen some bits and bobs of Joey Mercury getting involved in some capacity. They're airing a lot of the um, behind-the-scenes stuff out in public. I couldn't quote anything offhand, but I, re- I remember seeing Joey Mercury getting involved a lot. Yeah, so Joey left um, basically because a lot of the stuff he was trying to bring in, ROH wouldn't implement. I think Delirious has a lot of the booking power still, and Billy Ray is heavily involved. But they kind of they just wouldn't listen to Joey Mercury when he's talking about wages and just... Uh, basic employee sort of trying to make their lives better a bit. So yeah. Joey went off and just leaked everything. And someone said that we could get done for libel because it was allegations and like it wasn't true. And he went, I've got everything to back it up. I haven't lied once in anything I've said. Well, there you go. Go on, Joey. And she also had a post-concussion. Yeah, that's why she's off the minute she's out injured. Yeah. Not the best of times for Ring of Doesn't sound that way. And with Mark, Mark, he's almost certainly going, isn't he? He's got, he's got six days left on his contract. He's gone. They're losing four. Yes, they are. They are, aren't they? It's Marty, Jeff Cobb, Bandito, and uh, what do you call your guy? Brody King? Yeah. They're all at the end is, of this month. Is Jeff Cobb the big one that's also in New Japan at the moment? Yeah, yes. the one that was in the G1. G1, yeah. He on to go same New Japan for him. I've seen a lot of things saying that he's far better in Ring of Honor than he was in the, the New Japan... G1, because he was pretty crap in the G1. He was fantastic in Lucha Underground. I don't know if any of you guys ever watched I think it, um, he was held back because he wasn't one of the top dogs in G1. Yeah. I've mm. seen little tiny snippets of Lucha Underground that was in like the old Twitter, the, um, the old thing on Reddit, but nothing, or not enough for me to sort of watch in depth or anything. I've never seen it at all, so I wouldn't know. <clears throat> so, um, should we talk about AEW this week? 
Um, I've only seen we... half of it, so we'll, so yeah, sure, talk about well, it. Well, I nearly saw only half of it. All right. Thank you, TiVo Box and oh, Stupid oh, Dark. Own, and it's your own fault. It's your <laughs> shitty box. If you had a Skybox, it would amend the recording time. So you're going to give me Skybox TV money, then, Skyboxes are free. <laughs> yeah, but it's the subscription, mate. That's the, that's the bit that gets you. You don't have to pay to have an ITV subscription. You can literally use it as a free Any more excuses, Just No, just stop bullying me. <laughs> stop moaning about it. Stop then. making excuses about it. for your cheap, shitty, fucking knockoff Skybox. I get BT Sport and Sky Sports, thank you very much. Great TV was fantastic. So when when you so when so when you guys when you guys start complaining that you can't watch Raw and SmackDown because you've not got BT, when would we ever complain that we can't watch Raw and SmackDown? Would we ever complain about yeah watching it? Or when I can watch NXT live when it goes to BT instead of twenty four hours? There's still no confirmation confirmation of that, and I watch it live. They keep tweeting. They they keep tweeting about NXT. Therefore, I think it's happening. Who do BT? Um, BT Sport WWE. So I mean, just I Fox tweet about NXT all the time. Let me know that. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> Paul Twitter is is live for the moment. <laughs> I've just seen what Paul's just put. I'm I'm Who trying not to bite. fucking watch Raw or SmackDown anyway. Just read some <laughs> bleacher report. No, I actually do watch it. I'm Who the only one the only I'm the only one here who watches it. In its entirety, that's that's a, that's a I, questionable I choice. Used to watch them in their entirety, right up until Hell in a Cell. Cheers, Jeff. I used to watch them, and then I ran out of time, and I was like, I'm not bothering watching them. I skip bits when I get bored, but I don't really pay for it. I just watch highlights and get all my get all my information off Reddit. Complete yeah. report for the win, mate. It makes life so much easier. Anyone that watches the product. Yeah, Reddit will tell me what's brilliant about Raw and SmackDown. I'll be like, yeah, I was okay. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, AEW started this week with uh, Nick Jackson and Phoenix. Um, them two. Fantastic. I them really enjoyed Very good. I, I can't say anything bad about that. I would slate AEW, but this was a fucking cracking match. This is possibly the best TV, TV match of the year. Could well be. I'm glad Nick Jackson's had a singles match because I wouldn't mind him having a singles run at some point. He won't have a singles run until Matt retires. Um, those two are just Matt needs to retire to sooner, than later, sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> no offence to Matt, but Nick is ten times better, I think. Well, I do like that they built this up by having Matt injure his back when he was put through the inner circle last mm. week, so that's why... Yeah, but he's had his back injury for God knows how long. Mm. But yeah, it was it was very good. Usual high flying stuff. Um, I just love how they can both do that. Like, can just tightrope, uh, like tightrope walk across the ropes and stuff like that. It's just, I did like the mimicking at the beginning. In effect, the sort of each one countering each other's same moves, going in and out of the ring and sort of baseball siding in and out. Because they pretty much just have wrestled each other that many times. Yeah, and they did that sort of drop kick onto each other. Yeah, that was cool. That's. That is a spot you do see occasionally, but yeah, when it's done right, it, it, it's worked. And then in this instance, it was very much part of the story they were telling for that match. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Winning with a muscle buster. My, Phoenix. 
only Love criticism it. of the match, and it's nothing to do with the wrestling at all, was JR didn't know what the fuck was going on and was just fucking burying every spot that happened. Just It just really annoyed me. JR burying stuff. Shock. Shock. JR annoying you. Shock. Shock. To be Massive fair, JR, shock. in this match in particular, JR doesn't add a lot. He comes off a lot like angry old man. They didn't do that in my day. Kind of yeah. shaking the sky. You know what I mean? I can't remember what you said, but there was one spot where uh, Nick super kicked Phoenix and he hit the deck and bounced straight back up and super kicked Nick. And just whatever JR said at the time, I just went, fuck off, you old prick. <laughs> Shocking hot. Love to see it. Um, we then had a dentist against Hikaru Shida. Just a fucking dentist. <laughs> just a dentist, love. Um, which was won by Shida. Um, I actually enjoyed this. She's good. She She's fucking Kenny Omega. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> do you mean she is Kenny Omega but female, or do you mean no? Just I Kenny? mean, well, that was Riho. She's currently having a sexual relationship with Kenny Omega. No, Riho She's... has been Omega's tag partner since she was like thirteen in Japan. But Cheetah is rumored to be Omega's. What? She's not thirteen at the moment. <laughs> she doesn't look like thirteen. Rio versus Shida is the next title match, isn't it? It looks that way. Looks I think like these the, these were these two were dubbed as number one and number two in the rankings because rankings matter. Are you sure about that? I'm, I swear, Brandy I'm Rose. Sh- she's in the top five, but she's not. No, give her a title shot. One nil. No, just keep her away from everything. She's okay at slight promos, but just keep her away from like ninety nine percent of what's on TV. Mm. Yeah, a very good match. Um, getting a chair involved just to do a stand-up like knee strike, which was interesting. I've never seen that done before. You're she just before? a fucking dentist. Where does where does um Britt Baker go? Because she was gonna be the NXT, top. Where did she go? NXT, go oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she we'll was get to that. Name we'll get that. to that. <laughs> It was only a couple of months ago she was going to be the first champion, and now she's just losing every week. Unless it's against B. I think they're going to build her up slowly. She's not ready for it. Like she's been wrestling what three years? I think they called it out during this match. Yeah, is that uh, it? She's so, be, yeah, she's yeah, not been wrestling for long. Brits about three years into the business, so I think the way they're slowly building the women's roster makes sense. They're bringing in um, wrestlers like Mercedes Martinez isn't signed officially, but she's coming in. And doing a load of dark matches, so more experienced women to work with the likes of Brit and the newer wrestlers they're sending, it kind of makes sense. And again, I'm going to be positive about AEW, but I think this is them building a women's division. They don't really have one at the moment. They've yeah. just, in the past, they've had just random singles matches to try and get to a, a women's title match. I think having these this kind of matches and Having Britt Baker fall down and having a not, I'm saying it's the same as Kenny Omega's storyline, but she's the one everybody predicted to be the title yeah. holder, and she's losing a few matches here and there, and she's going to have to fight from beneath and build herself up. And mm-hmm. it's it's like they're actually building a secondary story within their women's division alongside the tag, t- uh, sorry, the title, which is good for everything. I'm 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 happy to have them have more than one storyline because. At the end of the day, that's why I, that's why I get pissed off at main roster WWE, and that's why I really enjoyed NXT before War Games started. Was because they had 
lots of different interlinking feuds within their women's division. And we're now, it's not there yet, but AEW are trying to get to there. The thing is with AEW's women's division, you, if you look at the last person who had a title shot, Emi Sakura, she only had a title match because she won a match on AEW Dark. That's where their matches are happening, effectively, at the moment. Yeah, apart from the that one should, or two. Really. It shouldn't. And I think it's because they need to build these people up. But the only way you're going to build them up is actually have them on the actual show, not on AW Dark. Yeah. Which they need to start doing. But, I mean, whenever at the moment, I, whenever I see a AW women's match, I skip it because I just have no interest in it. But unfortunately, to gain interest, it's, it's catch when you do. The only way you're going to gain interest is if they continue to have matches on there. But if the matches aren't interesting, then why fucking watch them? My only issue is when I see Britt Baker and all they do is talk about her being a dentist. And I know Just that's a be- fucking I know, dentist. I know that's, be- I know that's becoming a meme now, but it, <laughs> it does put you off watching her matches because it's like, well, can she have another gimmick of just, I'm a dentist. She is just a fucking dentist. That's like me because... Who said that? That's like me going into wrestling and saying, I'm a teacher, you will do as I say. It's just just a fucking teacher. Well, that's not what Matt Stryker did for the first 10 years of his career. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Stryker. Yeah. Yeah. There's a back reference for you. He's speaking (laughs) back. Um, Dynamite doesn't battle Royal. This just was a bit of fun, really. So it had MJF, Billy Gunn, Kip Sabian, Jungle Boy, Adam Page, Chuck Taylor, Joey Janela, Sonny Kiss, Orange Cassidy, my boy, Trent, Pentagon Jr. and Jimmy Havoc. Um, there was... Right, I've got a couple of criticisms of this. One, what's the point in having a match where you have two winners who have to then fight each other next week? Because that's the point. Why not just have them fight? Like, they're in the ring already and they're in the middle of a match. Yeah, okay. And then the, the second criticism is... As soon as you saw the 12 names, you knew exactly who was finishing in the top two. Yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't because I seen Pentagon in there. Yeah, I did. Um, but then Pentagon was picked name. out first, though, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, Christopher Daniels comes down dressed as uh, Phoenix because he had dressed as Pentagon last week. So that built on the lure story a little bit, which was nice. Um, I thought Billy Gunn looked fucking fantastic. I know he got fired from WWE for being on the juice, but man, he's fucking huge. And more juice, yeah. isn't it? And it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like they they did a really good job of protecting. He's he's sixty years old, and he didn't look it in this match because they managed to to build the, his spots around the fact that he's an old man. He's like fifty two or so, isn't he? He's I think he, I think he I think he's a bit older than that. Let's have a quick Google. Um, the best, the best thing I think find is, and Wolfie's already mentioned this in the chat. Orange Cassidy is the best thing in this match. Just if you watch Orange Cassidy throughout the most, the most part of when he's in this match, it's hilarious. There's a bit where he's just sat in the corner, and there's a bit where he's like he's pretending that he's just walking across the ropes, like with his hands mm. and knees. Oh, it was brilliant. It is, I'm, it is I'm so over brilliant. it. It's, it's, I've seen it enough times now. I was over it two or three times after I'd seen it. I think um, it's funny. I, I love it. I love I've seen it, it enough times to uh, not have an effect on me. The Battle Royal was always going to be a cluster. Putting 12 people in the ring, it, it was always going to be a cluster. But I like that they tried to build up individual stories and stuff out of it. Like the Jimmy Havoc going mental with the staple gun. Mm, yeah. um, obviously, the Christopher Daniels coming down. But Wardlow getting involved later. 
um, stuff like that. They're building up the sort of mid. The who who was stuff. it that was twerking in front of Sonny Kiss? Johnny. That was fantastic. Mm. <laughs> Sonny Kiss starts Did... twerking in front of Billy Gunn, and then they go, "Well, he is an ass man." I'm like, oh, I could have done with the commentary. Go go back and just watch that segment, and just watch in the background. I think it's Orange Cassidy's got sunglasses on, and he just lifts the sunglasses up so he can get a better look at him twerking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's brilliant. Um, but yeah, the, obviously MJF being MJF, he'll work. Um, obviously, interrupted both the things that the crowd want to see. Obviously, Billy Gunn repaying his twerking and um, Orange Cassidy giving the big the big kick, um, so to speak. But it didn't happen. He eliminated both. And look, and just started playing up to the crowd, which he's so good at. He's very, very good at doing. Um, but they did the usual, oh, it's a battle royal. I went through the middle row. Forget about me for five minutes. I'll appear and then I'll eliminate Kip Sabian. So that's just Paige and MJF in the ring. Well, there you anything, go. Anything else? Literally no. No. Well, <laughs> we'll find out who gets the ring next week, don't we? Yeah, so it's some brass ring, isn't it? Or dynamite doesn't ring or... Dynamite dozen diamond ring, isn't it? Yeah, apparently there's some picture of it in this graphic. It just looks trash. Um, it looks like a ring you'd get if you won an NBA championship, to be fair. But B-Tech version. I think they're going to use it as a mid-card title without calling it a mid-card title. Until they eventually bring in a TV title down the line, they, it'll be like... They, aren't, the they aren't bringing in a TV title. Cody Rhodes is vehemently against... Mid card titles. He said it in about four different interviews. He's Cody, not having a mid card title. Cody did an interview where he yeah, said but... there would be a mid card title. Um, it was the box committee so, said there wouldn't be. But Cody, Cody's it. already lied to us several times, so there will be a mid card title. <laughs> Big snake. Yeah. yeah. Top snake. Uh, Chris Jericho's major announcement was that next week he's going to get everybody to uh, thank him. Hmm. Um, he was then interrupted, obviously, by SCU. Uh, after last week, Scorpio Sky obviously beat Jericho. He reminded him that he was the first man to defeat him. Um, the best thing about the first part of the announcement was where he tried to say sorry and got Jake Hager to do it. And it was just like, I am very sorry. <laughs> I like that. It was good. I, I know that this is uh, not the, the opinion of anybody else in the universe, but I'm bored of Chris Jericho. Like, really bored of Chris Jericho. He seems very he forces it a lot. It's um, the list yeah. never felt forced. Yeah, um, kind of. Natural. Yeah, it it's, does. It's, yeah, it doesn't feel. Do it. It's still good. I still enjoy it, but it just feels a bit forced. Yeah, Maybe. I have nothing else to add. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, it's then going to come out where next week he's going to have a match against Scorpio Sky, and he's made it for the AEW Championship because apparently ra- rankings matter. Yeah, so we know Scorpio Sky's not going to win that. I thought this Obviously. segment was great for Scorpio, though. Oh, yeah. The first time he's really had a chance to speak on the mic and show what he can do away from SCU and sort of their skip that they do that's over. The yeah. whole worst town and that old stuff. It was the first time we've seen him with a mic actually speak, and he's proven that he can go on the mic a bit. So I think like, I think in the next year or two, you'll see him moving away from Daniel's Kinsarian and he'll be in the mid-card sort of. Well, I, I assume Daniels and Sarah are going to move more into trainer roles and whatnot until they let him fly and go to the top of the cut. Mm. Um, this then finished with a brawl. So it, it started with obviously SEU 
Hager and, and Jericho. Then we had uh, Proud and Powerful. We had Sammy Guevara. Then obviously uh, a bit later on, we've got Jurassic Express hit the ring and Marco Stunt just got yeeted. Effectively. Yeah, yeet. Yeet. Um, but it, it bigged up Luchasaurus again because he was stood in the middle of the ring staring down Jake Hager and then Jake Hager left. So that man is the greatest thing that AEW have right now, Luchasaurus. He's just amazing. It's, oh. it's, it's a gimmick, silly enough, but at the same time, just entertaining. And because you can tell he lives the gimmick as well. Ask for Armstrong, if he's great. Yeah, oh, this is yes, what I was just yes. about to come on to. So, uh, Toast decided to send me a tweet, which was from Braun Strowman, which said um, it was a match where it said dinosaur versus. He said dinosaur versus dinosaur. I like the sound of that. And then someone questioned it with Luchasaurus, and he says, "No, a real big man, not some dork in a dragon mask." And then apparently, um, I can't find what Luchasaurus said. Was it that? Sure what that? That, that's 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 an old one. I've not heard one since. I've not heard that one since the Middle Ages or something like that. I think along yeah. those lines. It was it was pretty funny. So uh, a bit a bit more Twitter heat between the two companies again. Um, but then after the the the, the melee, why can't the they, ring, sorry to interrupt. Why can't they just leave each other alone? Because reasons. Get to riles at the marks and. I'd like to point out that this was Braun. Like Braun had no yeah. need to go into that. He could have let that tweet yeah, exactly. by. And he chose to go in on Luchasaurus. I just let him, if he wants to wear a dinosaur mask, let him wear a dinosaur mask. It doesn't affect you whatsoever. No. Well, what yeah. that says to me as well, the Braun, Braun should have ignored that or went who and pretended he didn't know who Luchasaurus is. He's now acknowledged who a lower mid-card tag team wrestler is in AEW. Yeah. And given WWE's rules when they were in WCW, and I'm not comparing it to the Monday Night Wars, the rules were don't acknowledge second place. Just ignore them, pretend they don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's Ron's what they gave him like acknowledgement on Twitter. That's what killed WCW because they just kept on acknowledging. Um, so, like, like Cody is now. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's what it's probably part of what's putting me off AEW is the constant digs at WWE. I know they didn't have any this week. I'm not criticizing this week's show, but in the past, in past weeks, there's been fucking like eight of them in the same episode. Well, it's not just that. It's it's Cody on Twitter, which I'm sure I've mentioned before. You mentioned it last night, yeah. I did, yeah. Cody needs to stop on Twitter going at WWE. Just, just, no. Just, just honestly, just ignore them. Your, your, your job is to promote your brand, not try and take down another brand. And, okay, yes, NXT beat AEW in the rings this week. And that's the Why first not? time that's happened. But that was always going to happen because of Survivor Series. Now exactly, it's not. Yeah. It was not. Uh, people are saying, "Oh, they cheated because they got main roster guys." Well, yeah, they're building to a pay per view with main roster guys. Yeah, it's obvious what was going to happen. Yeah, and 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 like and I expected then there to either be no response from Kenny or Cody or anyone like that about it, but they're publicly going. Well, like, I think one of Kenny Kenny's responses was something on the lines of, "Oh, we're too busy, you know, dealing with our own stuff to care about them." Which is yes, that's that's the sort of thing that. That's that's the only response. Or just ignore it. Just just do what you just you do you. Don't fucking <laughs> keep going on about WWE every five fucking seconds. But why is mm. Cody replying to tweets about the Intercontinental Title? Who gives a fuck? Did you mm. see how many he got fired out of? To be fair, that's the one thing I'll say. That Intercontinental Title because he was the one that brought that strap in. Who cares? 
he got bombarded by fans on Twitter, he's engaged in. I don't think he should be talking about WWE as much as he does. But will that intercut the next little title? He got fucking hammered on Twitter about it because it was the title he brought in. And people associated with him. That's that's my view on it. I don't like I honestly he shouldn't be talking about WWE as much as he did. But the intercontinental title, I don't think he could have helped that. Fair enough. No. Um finishing on Luke Soros, he defeated Peter Avalon rather quickly. Um Private Party versus Proud and Powerful was very, very good again. Um, referee botch. There was a ref- referee botch, wasn't there? Gotta have to mention it. We mentioned it last time there's a referee botch. Was this the one where he got the wrong person in the ring, I think it was? Um well his his leg was like outside the ring, the referee's leg. So someone was meant to drag him out, I think, but missed their cue. Because who was in the pin? Was it Ortiz? Just completely forgot to kick out. But then also, commentary then said, oh, maybe it was the, the person in the ring who was being pinned wasn't the legal man. It was really no, confusing. A bad cover-up. Must have been a cover-up. But, yeah. The, other than that, it was, it, was, it was a good match. I thought. This is the problem with wins and loss record because obviously the refs are supposed to count it like it's a shoot. So like what happened to Becky and Ronda, mm. the referee didn't see it, so he just counted. He, yeah, granted he got massively fined for it, but like just count the pin. If it's up to the wrestlers to kick out, just yeah, count yeah. the pin. Yeah. But then because of the wins and losses, we all know that Santana and Ortiz are going to go for a tag team title shot. So if they get a loss on their record, how are they going to go about that if the ref just shoot pins it? Mm. Interesting. Um, I don't think there was anything other than note in that match. I just know it was good. Uh, Cruiserweight title match has been added to Survivor Series right now. That's a rematch? Wolfie, is that going to be it? No. Leo Tazara and Kalisa. Leo's winning that. Leo yeah, Leo's keeping that there. Yeah, Leo wins that. Get that in for later. Uh, main event of uh, AEW this week was Darby Allen versus uh, John Moxley. Um, he brought the body bag again this time um, with a bit of a promo package at the start of it. Other than that, they tried to do a finger spot, didn't they, in the turnbuckle, mm. which was just, I don't know, was it legit? Did he actually dislocate his finger? It was a bit like, you know, when, was it Randy and Jeff Hardy did it? Yeah, it was just a bit. You know, it looks a bit gruesome, but nothing actually happened. No, it's it's not good. Um, Watching (laughs) Darby Allen try and do a crossbody and just Moxie's going, nope. Nope. (laughs) And then he he caught the... uh, He caught the coffin drop, I think, as well, into like a sleeper hold. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was cool. And then, um, uh, well, what, what was the finish? What it was the um, paradigm shift avalanche, wasn't it? Rope, I think. Top body bags. Sure about that. A bit weird. I thought it was a flip flip yeah. roller. The body bags were weird. Like I understand that Darby's bringing this body bag down, and he's going to get it over at some point. But like putting him in the body bag and the ref stopping him, it's like what's illegal about him doing that? And then like just stomping him, it was kind of. To me, it took something out of the match. It made the match a bit flat. Um, it the match, the match dead. I tell you what, it made the match feel like a an unsanctioned match, and that's the problem at the moment. Is our Darby Allen, John Moxley, etc., 
just, just going to be unsanctioned. I know this wasn't an unsanctioned match, but it felt that way. Yeah, yeah they're the being fact- typecast now. Mm. The As fact that they had to do a load of spots outside the ring before the bell went to try and get in their stick before they then um, actually went for the the match mm. so they could get in some hardcore yeah. stuff. It's a little bit, yeah. It's like Jimmy Havoc. He's just been typecast as, you know, he's the hardcore guy. Jimmy yeah, Havoc can wrestle. Yeah, every match that Jimmy Havoc will be in, he will at some point take out a stable gun. It's yeah. just like, why? So the UK audience know Jimmy Havoc can wrestle, but the American audience all know him for like a CZW murder stuff. Yeah, that's the problem. They're not going to find out because they're just going to be like, oh, he's just the hardcore guy. And it's just like, well, his career's a bit dead then, isn't it, really? Granted, he'll get paid a bit more to doing the hardcore stuff, but the Al Snow of um, AEW. Yeah. If you're going to typecast your wrestlers, it just seems a bit of a waste. It's so obvious place. as well that they're pushing Ambrose for the title now because he's had two wins, like back to back weeks. He beat Nakazawa last week. It's almost yeah, like they're quickly boosting him up. He's got to be up there, hasn't he? Because he's a name yeah. like Jericho. It's almost like. When stating that wins and losses matter has actually been counterproductive. Yeah. It has worked him in their corner for Moxley because now he needs to go on a rampage and like win matches every week in order to get up there to have a match with Jericho. And the, the bad thing is he's got to face Kenny Omega again, I reckon, to have a big win. But because he's faced him, well, mental, it seems like F went on for ages because Moxley's injury. They're going to have to face each other again just to, so Moxley can have a big win. But then that kills Kenny Omega off even more because that's another loss. Yeah, not only does it kill Kenny Omega off, but also the hardcore fucking deathmatch type match that they had is an end of feud match. Exactly, how, yeah. how, how, do you, how do you go bigger than that? So I know most of you guys don't watch being the elite, but Kenny, like, like I this do. week has all been about what the beat Moxley at his own game, so he's heavily hinting at another sort of... This is what annoyed me about listening sort of about listening last week, was that um, I'm the only one that watches it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. If, it's, but, yeah. if it's worth as I said before, if it's worth it, if I hear on Reddit that, oh no, you got to watch it, it's worth doing, then I'll watch it. If not, then just... No. I don't want to add to more of what I've got to do. Mm. That's true. Um, let's get into WWE programming then. Um, we're going to start with NXT so we can then segue into NXT TakeOver that happened last night. Um, because it survived... You watched it all? Huh? You watched it all? What? TakeOver? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it this morning. Top man. Um, so, just before we go into this, I'm going to get really hyper about how good the weekly NXT show is. I know there's lots of storyline flaws because of Survivor Series and War Games being counterproductive with you supposed to hate each other and love each other at the same time. But if you ignore all that because that's the fault of Vince and not the fault of NXT, this was a fucking incredible weekly show. Oh, yeah. Just pop after pop after pop after pop after pop. It was just brilliant. There were um, certain things this week with WWE that really impressed me. NXT was one of them. And the other one was there were at least two or three decent matches on Raw this week. But we'll get Shock to that later. Um, SmackDown was still trash, though. Uh, Fox <laughs> paid over one billion pounds out of the out of the whole thing. Um, because it's Survivor Series week, obviously people are going to be jumping from one brand to another. Um, so, so it's not money... changing the ratings. Can we... Pardon? 
I'm just saying it's not treating for get cheap ratings. No, it's not. But it's also that time of year where every single episode of WWE programming this week had to finish in a brawl. And it just annoys me. It's, it's, it shouldn't, but it really time. does. The like one o- time of the year, we have to get people chucked over the top rope because we could get our the, Raw Rumble. The worst yeah. thing is, the only match that didn't end up in a stupid brawl to finish the match was the only match I didn't give a fuck about, which was the Forgotten Sons versus the Viking Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> they had a clean finish, and then they had the people running. That's because the Forgotten Sons are forgotten forever. No one should remember who they are. They're decent enough. They just don't have a... They're just there, aren't they? They're just... <laughs> yeah, they actually are... think they're decent. Yeah, they're, they are decent. They can wrestle, yeah. yeah. They just don't have... There's, there's always better uh, better teams. Than they're Dolph Shiro. Ziggler. All of them are Dolph Ziggler. They remind me of Body and Murphy before they split up. Like, I know, I know Murphy... Is it... No, not Body and Murphy. What is it? Murphy Blake. and Blake or whatever? Blake and I know Murphy. one of them's in that group, but it's just kind of the same spot they're in. They're good wrestlers. They're not great. They haven't got anything to push them over the top, so they're just there. Mm. Um, NXT started with Becky Lynch coming out and doing a promo. She obviously, obviously after Monday night where Triple H was like doing his big promo at the end, look, my doors are open. We'll see you on Wednesday, effectively, kind of came out. Um, Becky Lynch obviously opened the show, did a promo um, and said, look, I'm, I'm actually here. Come at me. And then we had Rhea Ripley come out and confront her instead if we we were expecting probably Shayna Baszler. Um, And it was a match which I thought was very, very good. It did end in a double disqualification, unfortunately, because of Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir, but... We've got to keep them both looking strong, haven't you? You have got to keep them both looking strong and and it gave Ripley a good platform, because obviously if you think oh, Becky Lynch is going to be on NXT this week, people will obviously check it out from who don't really watch NXT and they will have seen Rhea Ripley, which is always always a good thing. And I know she's a face, but here it was badass Rhea Ripley ripping into a face. And it, she basically cut a heel promo in all but fucking name by coming down and asking the man where her balls were. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, ended with them both looking strong as well, both Lynch and Ripley, because they were just stood in the middle of the ring after kind of Kicking yeah. Duke and Shafir and, and Baszler out of the ring. Um, so, yeah. Ricochet um, then came Ping. in later on. What? So I, just, I did Ricochet. You had to do pew every time. Um, Matt Rid, Do you know what? When I saw this, um, I saw Co- Kona Reeves come out and went, oh, for, for goodness sake. And then he swore, no. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, for goodness sake. Him again. I thought he was released. Um, and then he got attacked by Ricochet, and I was like, limbs, yes, get in. He was the perfect person for this spot, Kona Reeves, because it's somebody that you can just just throw his head into the corner of the ring and forget about him. Nobody's disappointed that they're not getting their Kona Reeves match. (laughs) Unless Kona Reeves' mum and dad are there, but, you know. I don't hate Kona Reeves. I don't hate him. I do. I just... You're apathetic towards his existence. Is that what you're saying? I acknowledge <laughs> his existence. Himek is awful. I am the finest and wears stupid clothing. And so you're saying the heel's doing his job. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't like him. He's trash. True, he doesn't like you either. Well, that's fine. He can well, fight me. Uh, he can the list of 
Eric Bugenhagen. Yeah, had one, had one match. Bugenhagen. He had one match, and now he's continued on the uh, on their like touring NXT um, house show circuit because he's fucking terrible in the ring. Did you see that someone had a sign at NXT War Games last night where he said "Push Boogs"? Push Boogs. <laughs> yeah. he, he's fucking. Like, if you've seen any of the footage from his from his like house show matches, he's fucking awful in the ring. But he can do a high pitched noise. Yeah. Moving on. Um yeah, but Rick Ricochet was then uh put into the mat with Matt with Matt Riddle. Uh, was a very good match. Um was run, won by Riddle, which is was interesting, but I suppose Ricochet doesn't really need to win at NXT, does he really? Um, NXT need to continue to look strong enough to all the new people that they're bringing in by bringing in all of the main roster crowd to watch this. They need to continue to look strong. I mean, I don't think it overly matters, to be pretty honest. It doesn't overly matter that much, does it? They've just popped their biggest rating. You can't have them look like a bunch of weak-ass fucking idiots. Otherwise, people who are coming for the first time are just going to go, oh, you know what? It's, It's just a load of fucking jobbers. Let's not bother watching next week. Yeah, that's true. Where's No Way Jose? Um, that could have been interesting. Oh, talking of No Way Jose, he appeared this week. Uh, no way. Jose. No way. Jose. Yes. Where was way. He? Juan. Yes, way. Juan. Juan. See, we, we, we do need a, a weekly uh, No Way Jose watch, like a segment on the podcast. Okay, where was <laughs> No Way Jose this <laughs> week? When he, came, when he came in the most pointless segment this week, but we'll talk about that at some point if we get time. Um, but yeah, Cesaro and Nakamura appeared in the uh, Riddle and Ricochet match. Um, caused a distraction. Did he do I'll... something wrong to annoy Matt this time? Sorry, say that again. Nakamura, did he do something wrong to annoy did he, did he offend you or annoy you in any way this time, Matt? No. Good time. He, ba- he literally just came down and then got hit once and then lay on the floor. Stayed out of the Top way. Boy. Great payday for him. <laughs> He's already uh, surfing. He, he also included Finn Balor in the in the melee at the end, and that that pretty much finished. Then we had undisputed era: Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby and Fish versus the Revival. Oh my God! Tag team wrestling. Thank you very much. This is the first time we've had a tag team match in NXT since the Wednesday Night War, or whatever you want to call it since AEW has been a thing where we've had a match, a tag team match on NXT that could rival a tag team match on AEW. I'm trying to think. Um, um, since when? Street when Profits. Since AEW's TV show started. Street Profits Undisputed Era. That was the first week of AEW, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that, the first? that was the first week. Even then, I don't think that was as good as this. Yes, Wolfie agrees, yeah. Yeah, that, for me, that, that, that was, was a fantastic really match. match. That's Street Profits... UE match was really good. Yeah. But no, no, no. I, I don't want to take it away from what Matt was saying there. It was a fantastic match. Yeah, it was it was an absolutely class, classic tag team wrestling. The Revival got in spots where they were showing their kind of ground presence in ring stuff is better than Undisputed Era's. Undisputed Era managed to get out of some of the things that the Revival do by doing like high flying and like jumping over each other's spots that the Revival can't do. They they showed their differences, but meshed them together to, to create a, a very intricate, very well-wrestled match. It was really good. Indeed. 
I think I do like how they've actually given the revival this match because obviously they were meant to be in the New Day slot because they were SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Because <clears throat> I was really looking for, you know, the if they were going to be Viking Raiders versus UE versus the revival. So I reckon they yeah. said, right, New Day are going to have the titles, but you can have this match just to keep you happy for five minutes. It also and, makes it a bigger, bigger deal that they actually can go. Oh, exactly. Well. At, yeah, at this yeah, point, I, I either want Revival to get a release and go to AEW or go to NXT because on the main roster, they're not allowed to, to wrestle properly. Mm. Whereas if they were in NXT, them and the Undisputed Era and one or two other teams could create a really good tag team division at the moment in NXT. Now that they've taken the Street Profits away, the War Raiders away, um, there's there's not a big tag team to go against. There's not many tag the, teams. The only tag team of note is probably Forgotten Sons, unless they start pushing Riddle and Keith Lee together. Yeah, I would imagine that's what's going to happen post Summer Survivor Series. But still, yeah, we we need we need some more tag teams in NXT because at one point there were loads of really good tag teams, and now we're down to NXT does this. They have. Like it does it with most of the divisions. They'll have one one period where it will be fucking fantastic, and then a few call ups happen. It will just go back to another. Um, like the women's division will then be top notch. If you get what I mean, and then a few yeah. call ups from the women, and then the yeah. men's division will be back on top. Like they all have it in turns, kind of things. <clears throat> At the moment, it's the tag teams' turn to be a bit dross, if you if you will. Mm. And to be honest, I don't really think they need any, they need anyone to take it off Undisputed Era at the moment either way. I mean, no. they took all the gold. You don't need you don't, they don't need matches right now. To be honest, they don't need it. They don't need to defend the tag titles as much at the minute. Mm. <coughs> as well, whenever they want to, they'll just bring over Mustache Mountain and throw them into the tag division and yeah. guys with UE and yeah. Well, the, the, the their biggest problem at the moment is obviously they they no longer have only Lorcan and Danny Birch who were there as they were going on to USA Network, but now that only Lorcan is basically refusing to wrestle for them and wants a release, they're not going to push them. So they've lost one of the only other tag teams that are there. Is there any, is there any legitimacy to that claim? And Webster's a good shout from... Yeah. That's, that's a great shout. That is a good shout. Uh, but they need, like you could say the same about Mustache Mountain. You can stick them with UE again for a few, but... Bring over Imperium. Yeah, you, you need an entire... Division, like a couple of a couple of good guys won't fix a division. You need one, I reckon, one or two big boys, a proper good boys. Yeah, like Lee and uh, Keith Lee and Riddle, the, the most yeah, obvious I think, choice. I think that's your probably your best bet at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kaylee Ray and Dakota Kai had a match. I didn't really pay much attention to this one, um, not for any particular reason. I just was tired at the time. So, it's, if anybody wants to take match. over, then that'd be great. The it was a decent was, enough match. Okay, I didn't see the point in it because it kind of foreshowed that um, Dakota Kai was going to get involved in the War Games match because otherwise, why would she bother having this match? Because she's no longer involved in it. It, it kind or was, of or was it more? To, it could, in theory, be more just to show um, show off Kaylee Ray to the American audience, I guess. Yeah, probably. Like, you haven't seen this woman before. She's going to be in the match on Saturday. 
It's interesting. I mean, I, I wasn't that big a fan of her when she took the title off uh, Tony Storm, but mm. damn, after a while, after seeing the NXT match, I was like, with her ICW work and whatnot, her tour around the British indie scene, she's always been good. Yeah. Um, I was surprised. I thought Tony Storm was definitely going to hold up for a bit longer, but uh, I'm happy enough. Because I, because I thought the match was weak. I remember that, the uh, the NXT. Yeah, Tony Storm was injured, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. She, oh, she was actually she injured for that. Yeah, she she pulled out over WXW. Is that the German one? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that in the lead up. But yeah. like, she pulled out of it two weeks before, and then yeah, she came out and said after. I think she took like a month and a half or two months off yeah. after that match because she was she was actually legitimately injured. I don't think they planned to give Kaylee Ray this title, but they I mean, kind of had their hand forced. If I remember, she spent the Tony Storm spent the majority of that match crying. Yeah, yeah, I think mm. she was legit, like in so much pain that she yeah. couldn't hold it. Okay, but yeah, and Kaylee Ray, like from the first May Young Classic, I actually said she was the the wrestler I enjoyed the most in that first May Young. Mm. She's they, good. They, I mean, this this could be an interesting way of doing of, of, a, of a tag team showcase. Do another DIY, do a, do another DIY style tag team tournament because. It's it's how they showcase the Mayon Classic showcase a lot of the women's wrestlers, yeah. And and now we've got a bit more of an idea of you know the the, the divisions nowadays are made up of a lot of people who are in that Mayon Classic, I believe. Forgive me, yeah. but I think as far as I remember, they are. It may be worth reigniting the old tag team thing again because that's a way to bring in new tag teams and <laughs> utilize them and show. The problem with doing that is people just shut on it last time. Like Black and Ricochet were a tag team throughout, and then people just shut on it as soon as it went to the main roster. Like building tag teams is great and all, but people need to realize that that's what they're trying to do to improve the division. I don't think uh, I think people shut on it because well, they're they're sing- they're, they're obviously singles wrestlers. It's not a Gargano and yeah, Champa style situation. To the many, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle are obviously singles wrestlers. It's just yeah. marks like us that know their past that they've teamed up before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, and the other big problem is, of course, they can no longer call it the Dusty Rhodes Classic because yeah. Cody's trademarked yeah. the name. That's a bit awkward, yeah. Mm. Well, maybe is, have they just taken the Rhodes name, or could they just no, call it the he's American Dream? Trademarked Dusty Rhodes, and I think he's also trademarked American Dream. Because if the only way that they could get around it is they say the American Dream, I don't even think they can use that anymore. No. Awkward. If they bring um, in, they'll name it after like an yeah, old apparently. Apparently, Cody's been on a uh, a trademarking spree recently. Filed for all these trademarks in March, and they asked for more information on I think twelve of the twenty seven that he submitted, and he's had some of them come through. Now yeah, he's had. He's I'm had pretty sure he's trademarked Slamboree as well. Yeah. Again, that was filed for in March, and he's finally got it in the last week or so. Yeah. I am. Um, Viking Raiders have forgotten sons. We've already touched on a little bit. Was. All right, but Forgotten Sons, you know, it wasn't memorable. Yeah, just like as as much as they're 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 okay in the ring, I just don't get like they made me care a little bit in the run up to Mania, and then they boxed it straight away by not having them on TV for about six weeks afterwards, and yeah, just meh. Mm. Uh, the main event of the night was ladder match for the War Games Advantage. Cole versus Dominic Dijakovic, which wasn't a long ladder match, but served its purpose and got enough spots in there to make you care. You um, know, it's that pretty much all of the big spots 
Dominic Dijakovic was the one taking the... Yeah, because, oh my God, what a week poor Adam Cole's had so far. He's got another match yeah. tonight. <laughs> poor Fendi. We will talk about that eventually at some point. Um, but yeah, I did, I did notice that. I, I don't think I've ever, not that I can remember, seen a match one where you whack them with the briefcase to knock them off the ladder to then win. And I, like uh, it's it's just being said now the the horrible ladder bump, but the way Dijakovic took that ladder bump was fucking fantastic because he didn't throw his like in every wrestling move you ever see where somebody hits their back first they throw their arms out to kind of like drop a bit of momentum. No, he just fucking lay back and just was like, I hope this ladder breaks underneath me because other, otherwise I am gonna really fucking hurt, I'm gonna hurt myself. <laughs> down like he was legit knocked out by that briefcase and it looked incredible. It did. It did look good because it's one of those ways you know, when you get knocked, like when people used to take the WMD or the, the big punch from, from Big Show, they used to just they just yeah. used to fall back as if it was like a trust fall. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I think that's exactly what he did. And he just yeah. like, he just trusted that the ladder was there, yeah. Yeah. trusted he, that it wouldn't he, hurt. If you got the wrong ladder and just bounced, that would have fucking hurt. You could, yeah. you could say that as well. I know we're going, I'm skipping hella forward, but... <laughs> Both Champa and Cole just had to trust oh. that the tables were there. Just, yeah, just like you just you just because they were falling backwards, they weren't looking where they were going. No, it was like no, Champa was. Champa was, was looking down a little bit. Yeah, well, that's yeah. down. You're not. He hasn't got a proper vision on it. No. Yeah, we'll get to. We'll, we'll get to it. Fucking sickening. Um, then after the match, um, obviously chaos. Happened with Keith Lee, Ivar um, doing suicide dives side by side on a crowd of people brawling. Um, Cole thought he'd got out of it, but then Seth Rollins turned up, super kicked him, curb stomp. A champ arrived, and then it finished with just them two brawling in the ring. Signature came up and then end, which then leads into what happened last night on AXT TakeOver. Um, Matt Brilliant. I'm <laughs> yeah, without that. Um, Matt really enjoys War Games match, so he's going to really look forward to talking about this. Uh, but the first point of call of the night was the kickoff. Well, I think it's the first time I've seen a kickoff show on NXT that has a match. I'm a big fan of 30-minute pre-shows. Yeah, it's interesting that it was a 30-minute pre-show with a match on. That's how you do it, main roster. With none of this nonsense listening to Renee Young and Booker T chat. We literally have quack, quack, right? In 45 minutes, we have a two-hour pre-show starting. No one cares. <laughs> I'm not even going to watch whatever matches on it. I never do anymore. It's going to hurt. Um, but yeah, it was Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Angel Garza. Um, Angel Garza is being booked very well. He's been he's been given that push. You know. See what happens. So after the match, uh, there was a video of him going back to Gorilla, and uh, he got twatted by Leo Rush. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Back in Gorilla, so he's obviously still getting pushed to be up in that cruiserweight title spot. Which is why just... I presume is why this match is is happening now on the, on the pre-show. Yeah, yeah, and it's just confirming that um, the cruiserweights going to be on the NXT for the foreseeable future. It's going to build heat from that spot last week with Garza stripping off in front of Leo's. Mm. Yeah. I think they're going to build heat off the back of that. But 
with Swerve, is they know as soon as they want, they can just pull a trigger on Swerve and he'll be over. Like, push him, the crowd will be ready for him. Mm. Yeah, he's got great. And the right personality to just go straight to the top if they want him to at any point. Yeah, yeah which was good. A uh, very good match. Um, so some people on Twitter calling out Swerve, saying it was a bit lackluster. Um, I get the impression he's very, like, very easy going in the ring. It's not overly intense. It's a lot more. He's like he's like the Joffre Archer of the wrestling world. Yeah, that's, I think that's a perfect example. He's just everything comes really natural to him. Oh. It might be a perfect example if you watch shite fucking sport. But if you don't know who Jeffrey Archer is, Jeffrey, then... Jeffrey, 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 Joffre Archer. Joffre Archer is an English cricketer who is so Joffrey. laid back. He is horizontal. King Joffrey. King Joffre. Um, big big Joffre. In spoiler alert, that dead. tweet that tweet was by Wolfie. Sorry, Wolfie. I <laughs> saw <laughs> uh, Wolfie was kicking off at uh, what's his shepherd on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, War Games itself. War um, Games. <laughs> before the uh, you have to do it. <clears throat> War Games. There you go. Um, before, before the women's, <laughs> I can't believe you made me do that. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, before we get into this, me, Mia Yim was attacked backstage. Um, oh, no. <clears throat> she put on all that Bull Nakano stuff uh, to just get taken out of the match. <laughs> um, obviously, I think it's very clear that the person who probably took her out was. Dakota Kai. There you go. Did you forget who it was? Yeah, I know they said some. I know they said Kona Reeves. Then I don't know why. Yeah, why not? Um, I would be a swerve and a half to be fair. <laughs> massive swerve. Um, so I, yeah, it was Dakota Kai. Um, and then it was look, you're going to be on my team now. You need to sort this out. Um, and cue biggest heel turn of the year. It seems to be Chicago. That's where uh, DIY's heel turn came from, wasn't it? Yeah. I saw on Twitter this week. Just uh, can't remember any Marky City. So they love a good heel turn. They do. Um, crowd were well into it. I can't say the crowd were fucking amazing. Chicago, they're going to be amazing. Oh, I know oh, it, but, oh. And there wasn't that many CM Punk charts. I think there was at least there was one. Was there? No, there, 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 was, there was at the beginning. There was one. They respect NXT a lot more. <laughs> just just <laughs> waiting for another 30, 40 minutes. I, just, I can't wait for CM Punk chants when fucking Seth Rollins' music hits. It's going to happen. It's gonna instead, of, instead of burn it down, if they're not chanting CM Punk every time he hits his foot on the floor, I won't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I say, D- Daniel in the chat, Kai's heel turn is, is epic, so much better than Bailey's. I disagree. Um... Kai's turn was fine, but I thought Bailey's one was a lot better, a lot more unexpected. Kai's one was very much expected. Was it? I didn't expect it. Yeah. I expected Bailey's more. I think half of us predicted Kai to turn heel in this. <laughs> yeah, me and Toast yeah. predicted it. We predicted it in a slightly different way, but we'd already predicted that she was going to turn heel and cost them the match. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, too soon, and therefore didn't contest it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, of I course, Tinker Knox was set up for the old um, nut spot there, but luckily, he got. I, I was genuinely <laughs> thought that that, that, that he was going to both legs. Two dodgy knees, mate. Uh... Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I feel sorry for Tegan Knox because this is her big 
big NXT takeover since her injury. But the she's going to get pushed to the moon. And all she did was get beat up in a cage. Yeah, I think she got it really right. easy, to be honest, because she's, she's going to get pushed to the moon, Tegan yeah. Knox's. She'll be yeah. NXT Women's Champion in a year. So, so obviously, setting up Tegan. Because uh, when, when Shayna eventually crosses over to one of the other brands, you'll have Rhea Ripley as champion, and then you'll get Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox as the leading two. As a heel and face, Rhea as a heel, Tegan as a face. Guarantee it, 100%. Hmm. Um, what do we think about the War Games match itself? I really enjoyed it, apart from the fit. I thought the finish was a bit weak, but the match itself was fantastic. So many, I... so many fantastic spots. I didn't, yeah, I agree. With Chris. I didn't like the finish. What? So I didn't just didn't. I thought the match was decent. I thought it was the worst War Games match we've seen, but it was still decent. I know Matt's probably shaking his head. It, honestly, Io, Io Shirai had complete control of that, where she was mm. hopping between ropes and. Doing, running the rope 300 times and then delivering a knee spot, the fucking moonsault off the top of the cage, the the amount of times where she was the one doing all of the high-fired mm. high spots, and that was fantastic. There was a few and, moments... Yeah, I mean, Wolfie's put Bianca Belair turned up. I, I'd like to say that is the first time I've actually enjoyed a Bianca Belair situ- a match, because I don't, I don't get her. I never really have. Um... <laughs> was, what, didn't she land flat on her face on a chair and she had the best face expression I've ever yeah, seen? Yeah. In a 450, oh, over the- and headbutted a chair. Yes. There were so many bits in this match that got us, because obviously I was with you guys when we did the stream last night it's, for the first hour. The it's, it's, it was literally the only exciting things about this were the spots. Now, bearing in mind the storytelling that went into this division until four weeks ago, and all we had was a few bit, a few little spots here and there where we had fucking like I really enjoyed uh, Rhea Ripley getting her head kicked off by. Oh, I was I found I found that in the in the vod of Matt's stream, and we're just crying. No, there's a bit where where <laughs> she threw the uh, the dumpster. The, yeah. the bin. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I was just crazy. I was just like, brilliant. Yeah. He's like diving towards Ripley, and Ripley just basically swung a bin like a baseball bat ahead. One <laughs> thing I love about the kick, it, it wasn't even the focus. It was just in the background, and it was just a massive <laughs> punt in the face. It was awesome. What was the comment of the match from Timor Space Toaster? Just uh, so. As it showed the ring coming down and stuff and the cells, Tamar turns around and goes, Is this what straight porn's like? Women in prison cells? Or women in cages? I was like, Fucking hell. Shout out to Tamar, you plastic. Yes, Yes, it is exactly like that. Go Packers. Um, Human. Don't bring that sport into it. I'm doing it because it's for Tamar only. Um, But yeah, I didn't see, I kind of disagree with the ending. Mine. What the fuck are we under attack? (laughs) Toaster's got his 50 caliber back out. The the radiator fell over. Sorry, bus. The radiator (laughs) fell over. It's a portable one. I was going to say, if it's an actual radiator, that's worrying. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm just going to leave it on the ground so I can't follow it. Oh, no. Yeah. Wolf's mentioned the the candy spot, the hurricane runner from near the top of the cage. That was nuts. Squeezing Rana. Yeah. That was brutal, but yeah, I don't disagree. I disagree a little bit with you guys on the the finish. I didn't really mind it. It was it, it just felt weak in comparison to everything else that had happened during that match. You tell me what a pump handle slam onto a couple of chairs 
is what ended the match. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I didn't mind that. I just didn't like it. Was the non-submission finisher. What? So that's Rhea Ripley's non-submission finisher. So you can't really say slam on the chairs. No, it doesn't have to have the chairs there. But oh. that move is is her non-submission finisher. So that's why that was able to be used. The big problem here is four heels couldn't beat two faces with a load of weaponry. What? Yeah. Speaking of weaponry, Bianca Belair whipping. I think one of them, I don't know who it was. And then, and then Candice Lee just comes out of nowhere, <laughs> swinging the fucking kendo stick for no fucking time. <laughs> fucking dying at that. Candice just appears. Stick beats her! Stick beats her! Yes, it does. Cheers, Nigel, for that one. I thought it was Mauro. No, that, that, was, that was Nigel. Was it Nigel? Uh, yeah, that was, was Nigel. Um, yeah, I just get on Mauro too much. <laughs> As you were, continue. Um... Then we had uh, number one contender match for the NXT title. So that's going to be tonight. Um, so the winner of this... Pardon? Peter! So the winner of this... Thank you for spoiling it. Uh, the winner of this would then go on to face Adam Cole tonight. Uh, so it's Damian Priest, Killian Dane, and Pete Dunne. Um, I really yeah, enjoyed it this. It was good. Decent Very good. It's a really good triple threat. I mean, I, I've not seen that much of Damian Priest in, in ring work. And yeah... I'm a fan. He can go. Oh, he God, go. yeah. He's good in Ring of Honor, but he seems to have improved a bit. I don't know if it's just because he's getting slightly better wrestlers to wrestle with now. Yeah. NXT, but it was good. Yeah, he's, he, there was a lot of things where you're going to have to somehow get three men involved without one being out of the ring too much. There wasn't a much of that, I don't think, in this, compared to normal triple threats where it's like two of them and then one will disappear for about 20 minutes. This was actually like probably less time. It was like five minutes and then back again and then back there was, again. There was a hilarious spot where they all went for a drop kick, but none of them pointed their legs in the direction of a person. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> they all just put their legs up in the air and fell on their backs, but they weren't close enough to anybody to kick anyone. Nice. Uh, um, there's, 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 there's one tiny little spot when it's, it's, it's just after a pinfall, I think. And, uh, pinfall attempt and uh, Damien Priest is like on his knees. Pete Dunn's just sort of reaching up to, to, to sort of try and grab his hand to a finger spot. And <laughs> what is it? Damien Priest just slaps his hand. It's just the best counter I've ever seen. <laughs> Get out of it. Yeah, it was, it was. I can't remember how it finished. Did it finish where he broke up the pin? I think. I, I genuinely can't remember. How the fuck did it finish? I think. Oh, that uh, was it. It was a same kind of thing to break up the pin, and then Big Demo did a like a he had Pete Dunn on his back, um, and he landed on Priest, and then Pete Dunn just yeeted Big Demo out the ring, and, and uh, Priest. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Hmm. Um, I like how uh, we're getting the Razor's Edge back as a move. Oh, the Razor's Edge across the ring, I screaming. Know, I don't know how he did it. <laughs> The race. <laughs> what is going on? Yes. Um, yeah. Um, very good match. Pete Dunn is therefore going to face Adam Cole tonight. Um, <laughs> Daniel's put it in the chat. Pete Dunn's tweet was so funny after the Adam Cole match, saying uh, Adam Cole died, so I win. Oh, it's worse <laughs> to that effect. Very exact terminology. Genius. Yes. What do you say? It doesn't matter. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor. 
I wasn't here for this match. I had to go and look after the little one. Was a weird match. Was very good. Was won by Finn Balor. Um, I generally had a feeling that he might be able to put over Matt Riddle, but it's not one of those good. where not I don't yet. think Too I'd early. care who would win. Like first, match after, first match after turning heel and you lose, not chance. Mm. Um, obviously, Jack Hammer involved at some point with a spear. You know, ch- chance of Riddle, like as if he's Goldberg. Um, it's good, but I'm kind of getting bored of it a little bit. Well, it's because Goldberg confirmed that he's having at least one more match in WWE, hasn't he? So. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, it's uh, really okay. Goldberg's, isn't it? <laughs> if Tamina gets merch, we get merch. What? Yeah, it's, we're gonna we're gonna get a yeeted T-shirt. I think we need we need to work on that. <laughs> yeah, yeet. Check check it out at badbookers.com. Uh, um, yeah, it was. It, it was weird that he finished it with his DDT and not a coup well, de gras. I suppose he, he's he being healed. Yeah, he's turned heel. Yeah, the coup de gras kind of a face finish. It's a high jump. I think it's the same way when Neville turned heel the first time he stopped using the red arrow. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, it was a good match. Good finish. Um. And then we had Ronaldo exclaim that the prince is back because you know Mauro Ronaldo has the last say on everything. <laughs> I mean, he he ended the promo with that as well. I'm sure you're he ended the promo. Just shots at Mauro now. You're the reason. Like, what, what the prince is back? He's just doing his job. To be fair, I'll I'll give Mario a pass on this one. Butler's been trying to use the prince line for a while now. Like he did it in the interview with Booker. Or I think it was Booker done the interview with him where he sat down and he was talking about it. And he said he's he's feeling a bit more like the prince and stuff. So he's been. It's literally the last line in the promo man. for the build-up. Yeah. Prince is back. Yes. Or Price Devitt, well, depending if Daniel wants to call it correctly. Yeah, Price. Mauro, <laughs> Mauro did his job and he's getting stick for it. It's disgusting. <laughs> disgusting behaviour. Uh, men's War Games match: Team Champa versus oh, Undisputed Era. So it was all about who was going to be the uh, the, the fourth man in Champa's team. Um, we all had speculations in our predictions. I stupidly went for Johnny Gargano because I don't read the internet. Um, he literally tweeted out about three hours before you put that in the spreadsheet. He tweeted out, this is the first... I didn't see it. First takeover he's going to miss. I saw it. I think November 2016. That's exactly what you would post off. You were going to be the surprise member. Exactly. I thought when I because I saw the tweet at like one a.m. and I was just like, "Do you know what? He's he's playing with me. It's going to happen." Yeah, it didn't. Um, I think Jack went for Morrison. Johnny Morrison, Johnny NXT, Johnny USA. Um, and everybody else went for KO. I think Shabba. No, no. Oh, Space Taster went for Walter. That's what he did. You pick that because of me? No, no, no. He picked no. him not knowing he was in the audience as well, which is even better. Yeah, that was the thing. I picked him and didn't know he was going to be in the audience. And then it showed you a panda, him and two of the Imperium. That was like, it's happening, boys. And then <laughs> it, it didn't happen. Oh, dear. Well, um, to be fair, I didn't think Owens would be a possibility because obviously, yeah, tomorrow night they're all going to war, or tonight they're going yeah, to war. But he's going to turn tonight, isn't he? He's going to turn to it. 
But then in have they announced the NXT team for tonight? No, no, they've announced the women's team, but not the men's. There you go. He's going to be in the NXT team, isn't he? But he's already in the Raw team, is he? Yeah. yeah. But then he could turn. Um, I mean, it's very awkward it, because then in the post-match interview where you've got all four of them backstage, where Kevin Owens starts swearing and then Champa tells him off for swearing because Champa's already been told off for swearing during the match. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, he basically goes, right, I'm going to leave it to you guys because, you know, it's your thing. I was just here for the ride. It's your thing. You you, you take over. So, I don't know. It's difficult to, to really say. I mean, the logical part of it would be that Kevin Owens joins NXT. Well, I mean, he was only brought in because Gargano got injured and Riddle had to go and fight um, Prince Devitt. He was heavily linked to NXT, though, whenever yeah. they were talking about going live. Yeah, he, the name that was heavily linked. You know, 14, whatever, whatever the characters... N, X, and T are in the alphabet. He tweeted out those three numbers mm. the week before they went onto the network, didn't he? Because he's a big. I think he did that again last night. That, he did that last night. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Marcus is going to um, announce the men's team on the pre-show tonight, going to Daniel. Sean Michael. Or Sean Michael. Whatever. <laughs> shout out to me and Smoothen for noticing his. He was wearing his old NXT attire. I'm bringing, oh, I'm, bringing, I'm bringing that up. I'm bringing that up as well because I got laughed at at the start of the night when I noticed people's attire. Exactly. It's, it means a lot. Attire. Commenting on Bella, Bianca Belair having ponytails on her attire. Yeah. <laughs> if it's really, I noticed it's, it's her attire. You know, it's and I got for it. All of Smoothman's contributions up until that point in that call were about attire. <laughs> or music. Theme music. Yes. Theme music That's all I care music. about. Don't care about the wrestling. I just care about those two things. Kabuki, War- Kabuki Warriors have new music. They do. They do. And it's yeah. still trash. It's still trash, but it's not that combined <laughs> hybrid. Really they have their own theme. It's fine. Is it better than Rey Mysterio's theme? Fucking. Because that's the bar we're measuring this by now. We know Matt really hates Rey Mysterio's theme. <laughs> so when a new theme comes out, is it better than Rey Mysterio's theme, Matt? No, oh, but it's better than their old theme. Well, they basically got the great Carly's theme and slightly tweaked it. I assume he has. A week, Smoothman's been asking it for a change. It, it finally changes, and he's always trash. <laughs> can't win. Yeah, I know you can't win. There's no winning with me. Smooth and wants to CFOs back, that's why. Yeah, I want them actually to start releasing new themes on their Apple Music Never. so I can listen to them. I, 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 gen- see, I genuinely thought they'd change the Yoshi Rose theme to the Poppy, uh, the song that Poppy did. But then she came out to her old theme. So, you know. No, they only did the Poppy one because Poppy was there. Yeah. And we're saying Poppy over and over again is a bit weird. Um, <laughs> let's talk about more games. Um... It was amazing because Tommaso Ciampa literally just went, nah, you ain't you ain't going first, I'm going first. And I do like how he just walked straight past and went straight to the just ring. Just walked straight past. He, he stared down um, Cole a little bit. He didn't really look at Goldie as much. He just stared at Cole and said, come on then, mate, me and you. And then walked off down the ring with his crutch. But then it was like, Roddy was like, I've got this, boys. I've got but it. Then he doesn't got it. And then he um, but yeah, the the match started with those two. Um, I think it was then uh, Fish was second. Kyle O'Reilly was second, then Fish. No, it was yeah. the other way around. No, it wasn't. I'm sure it was. No, it wasn't. Well, Ken was second. It's because uh, when Kyle was going down to the ring, we spent the whole time talking about how old Bobby Fish was. Yeah. yeah. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Jen, that, that's genuinely what we did. Sorry, I mean, Fair you weren't enough. there, but that's what we were I wasn't there. Before. I was asleep, so I do apologise. Kemp's um, contributed I... loads in that as well. <laughs> <laughs> did he really? I'm not going to lie. You that. said that. I was waiting for Kemp to speak up as if he had been in the and the car. Yeah, 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 to piss out my hair, and I'm about to. I'm, I'm about to take a piss out every once in a while. So, yeah. Um, I, again, this is spot heavy. Um, it was main. They were playing up, obviously, the the four on three because we didn't know if there was going to be a fourth member at all. Never mind who it would be. Um, obviously, at some point there was going to be shenanigans. Shenanigans, weapons, which was brought in. Um, Oh, tables. An five ungodly tables. amount of tables. Five tables. So they had, I think, nine chairs in the women's match and five tables for the men's. <laughs> Can I just say, right, when when there was that one Erin table on the outside of the ring, <laughs> like, hmm, Cole's going from the top of the... Cole, Cole's going from there, is he? We spent ages debating how badly Cole was going to get hurt and then he got hurt by that and then had the worst spot of the night. Poor mm. bastard. That one, that one where he was outside the ring looked horrible. It looked like it hurt a lot. Because it looked like he hit his head on the table first before going through it. Yeah, it it wasn't cool. Um, other than that, I can't really remember. Everything else is just table Table spots. spots. I remember the finish. The finish was every one of the undisputed era went through a table. Yeah, Dijakovic was in a. I think he was in like a. He was in a triangle. Triangle, and then Kyler Riley on the table, and then Kevin Owens. Frog splash through the table. Yeah. While the triangle was still on. Um Keith Lee had a sle- had a sleep on the top turnbuckle for a little bit. Oh, Keith Lee keeping Roddy in place for like ten minutes No Roddy, don't move. <laughs> the Q man. We, we, uh, spent, we spent a while debating whether Keith Lee realised where he was, whether he'd just woken up after an, after a nice long nap after the evening. Then we worked out he was me after a night after a night out. Yeah. No, we had um <laughs> Uh, oh no! We had the uh, the in the in the sort of the, the metal part of the ring where oh, yeah, between yeah. Kevin Owens and um, Adam Cole with the, the ending with the Panama Sunrise, Sunrise on that. It oh. sounded disgusting. I mean, obviously it landed. Yeah. I mean, Cole landed on his ass, but it sounded dirty. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Keith yeah. Lee um, last rided Roddy through the table, and then yeah. Champer and Champ. Cole were on like, the top of the cage before um, the frog splash. Uh, Dijakovic choke slammed was it fish through the the yeah. half built table yeah. Yeah. as well. Oh yeah, and then um, Adam Cole died for our sins as well. <laughs> that was disgusting. That was actually you know the man that's recently come back from a major neck injury and he's just please don't die. And then please on top, top of the die. fact that we all know what kind of week Adam Cole's going to have, and the fact that bear in mind for the last okay. however many weeks he's yeah, had to defend eight, his nine. title on Raw and SmackDown every week. Adam Cole yeah. is fucking everywhere at the moment. He, he, he deserves pay rise, that guy. Lads, if Adam Cole loses the title, do we think UE move up? Yeah. Yeah. But Adam, Cole won't, Adam I, Cole won't lose the title and UE won't go up. I legitimately can't wait up. for anyway. NXT next week. How, how do you go up when you go sideways? All right, then. <laughs> Crab your way across. How can you take the other three titles off NXT? You just have them lose them over the next couple of weeks. They've done it before. Like People have been champions up in the main roster. Yeah, Kevin Owens did it, didn't he? Well, Trips yeah, said yeah. there isn't going to be any call-ups according to Wolfie. But it's not a call-up anymore. It's a call-across. Mm, exactly. It's a call-across. But I would agree with that, right? But if they're going to say Kevin Owens does go down or move across, whatever, um, it's pretty easy to move one of the tag teams that isn't being used down and then you've moved 
those guys plus Fowler down, and you can move you up easily. Do you think it might not happen? But the fashion police. what? We've already got the fashion police, whatever they're called. Um, Is that? All right, a, a quick word on one of the people who you would think would be going to NXT is uh, Cesaro, obviously. Do you think they're waiting for Sheamus to come back? I mean, he's a spinal stenosis. Cesaro has already said he's not going back down to NXT. I also thought that Sheamus was retired. He's Nothing's official. Um, he, he has spinal stenosis. It's confirmed. It's not good. But he's also down to a weight which is like, he's what, 220 now or 230? He's, oh, Sheamus is cleared, according to Wolfie. But I, I just... I, I, I thought this. I thought Sheamus has been cleared for ages. Yeah, I mean... He's just uh, been doing his own thing. Or, or they, they, given the Usos treatment in the sense they literally have nothing to do for them. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Usos are being held off TV because of Jimmy's indiscretions. I generally think they just I don't have anything for them. Yeah, I mean, that's the official company line as well. And I, it, it wouldn't surprise me because they've got nothing for anybody who's on the fucking TV show, have they? Exactly. Yeah. I mean... I want them to put Gable back in NXT. You can't put Shorty G in NXT. No, so- I want him back in NXT so we can ditch that name. It's, <laughs> it's never wrestle gonna tactical matches in NXT. Are we going to ignore that this was his idea? What, Shorty G was his idea? Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. So there you go. Oh, goodness me. That's a big, uh, a big thing to overlook. Yes, a big W for Shorty G there. Um, obviously, the one thing that we do need to mention is post match, you had the camera pan on to Britt Baker. <laughs> now, I do want to say, Trips, in, in his post thing, Trips was saying, uh, oh no, God, no, that was not intentional. We didn't want to put any heat on her and her company. No, no, God, no, God, no, Jesus Christ. Ah, bad, bad, bad moment. Because I looked went, is that Britt? Fuck this, what? <laughs> they shut off. They even meant Mauro Ronaldo mentioned her. And there's Britt Baker, if... he's a fucking dentist. <laughs> <laughs> they, to be honest, they, they, there's they, a pop one, title. There's one where um, it's like, a, I think it was the, uh, is it Wrestling Jeebus? I forgot his name. Is it Mark? He'd shared one. Of course it's it was, Mark. Um, fucking Mark. <laughs> and it literally had a picture of her and then it had, yeah. this is what the graphic should have been. And it says... Uh, Britt Baker, she's a dentist, you know. Yeah, that's class. Her man got arrested in peace. <laughs> uh, no, no, apparently, they would say um, the reasoning that the camera panned on to her, didn't know it was her, hmm. um, but they're, they're saying that they, 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 they put it on the most distraught looking person in the building. But yeah, fucking yeah, hell, they did. Right. He's he's like, fucking 15 Adam Cole's literally already died once for our sins. I know. Now- they, they knew what they were doing because Mauro Ronaldo quoted, oh, that's Britt Baker, the boyfriend, uh, the boyfriend, the girlfriend of Adam Cole. And, and also, you go, you know what you're doing there, boys. They've done it before as well, they've, but they've not mentioned that. They've just, it it's not. And also but, the fact that there's no one anywhere, ne- there's no one sitting anywhere near Britt Baker either. Baker's standing on her, sitting or standing on her own. There's no, she's not in the, the crowd. She's in the sort of taped off section, similar to when, when they used to do their pan to the crowd or, uh, when, when they're announcing a new wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't stop me if Cole loses tonight. I mean, they've built it up perfectly. Cole's taken that spot. Like, Cole is essentially dead. So if Dunn beats him, it makes sense. If Dunn doesn't beat him, it makes Dunn look weak as fuck. Yeah. Dunn. Not an NXT champion yet. 
think he, he was the NXT uh, UK champion for nearly a year, over a year. Like, guy. That's what you have to remember. I seen Wolfie's Twitter argument with someone earlier about someone was criticizing Dunn for being too small or something to be a champion. Oh, that was, that was, that was, was it that Brad? <laughs> I think it was Brad, and I think it was definitely Wolfie going at it. I completely agree with his points. Like, I think Dunn's ready. I think if you put yeah, Dunn over, he's ready. He's too small. I just don't think he's had enough time on NXT to justify having him as the NXT champion. Yeah, but people know. There him. needs to be at least one major shock tonight. Yeah, and the major shock will be... Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Punk comes out. Ray Mysterio's not beaten Brock. CM Punk comes out. John Morrison and CM Punk are going to form NXT's... Uh, Tag team. Right. We need to get on with predictions because I'd like to go to sleep sometimes. We do, we do, and I've got stuff to do. (laughs) The biggest shock of the night, Daniel Bryan's beating the fiend. Daniel Bryan's beating the fiend. Or Dominic's gonna come out and do a uh, Spanish fly with Brock Lesnar. Rey Mysterio with the worst thing in the world. Six one nine. Um can I just say um the matches that I really enjoyed on Raw this week was Seth Rollins and Andrade. Uh, yes. And the Buddy Murphy Tozawa match. Yeah, no, that was the best matches that. on Raw. Two of the best matches on Raw that I have seen like, for a long time. Definitely. Um, and if, in, in all seriousness, the only good thing that happened on SmackDown happened off air, which was the uh, Spanish Fly. Who did the Spanish yeah. Fly? Who did yeah, it? Yeah, it was it Ali was, um, and Ricochet or something. Wasn't it? it was Ali and someone. Yeah, and the Spanish Fly off the yeah. top of the ring post to the outside. Onto a crowd of people, and it happened it fucking off air. Somebody else. It was somebody else. Um, but the thing is, <laughs> what's the point in having SmackDown with a main event ready for Survivor Series, where it involves Corbin and Roman Reigns, with the worst storyline in the history of SmackDown? Is it, meant, is it, is it meant for you? <laughs> I think Adam Beatty said this, and Carl. It's not meant for us. It's meant for kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's, every time someone mentions Roman Reigns now, I'm just going to make that. Yeah, but it's not meant for you. It's, it's meant for kids. I don't care. I don't it's supposed to enjoy for everybody. Yeah, some, yeah the fiend is for us. And the kids <laughs> are that. It's, quite, it's not hard to understand. Should we get into predictions before we start an argument? It's not <laughs> an Predictions tab is now open, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the predictions tab is open on my screen as well. So, let's... Um, have we added the Cruiserweight Championship match? What's a Cruiserweight Championship match? Uh, I'm sure it was announced, wasn't it? Leo versus... Leo Rose, Ogawa, and Kalisto. Kalisto. Cool. No man man games. (laughs) Is it definitely been announced? Yeah. Because I haven't seen anything about it. Well, we'll we'll all just say it's Leo Rush, right? Yeah, it's Leo Rush. Jack, are you in agreement? What the cruiserweight man? Yeah, they rush. Yeah, yeah, they rush. Right, someone's gonna have to write for me because if I do, it's just gonna minimise the screen and it's all gonna fuck up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, 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 Smoothman or Matt can write for you because I'm not next to you. What? Yeah, uh, I'll I'll type it, Chris. Don't worry. For space toaster. Oh. Fuck me. Listen. I will. I will will type for toaster and Chris. There you go. Who's just? Just do your talky bit. I know okay. you struggle. With it. I'm confused at <laughs> what's going on right now. I'm stalling. We're live. Quick. <laughs> this is what happens every week. I love how Jack uh, just filled all the cells in one with just Leo Rush. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking oh, genius. Got there in the end. Um, I'm sorry, but the, uh, the the formatting needs changing. But that's a minor. Do big talk. The <laughs> <laughs> tag team championship showcase of Viking Raiders. Are you? Are we? Oh, right. So um, I lost NXT, if you will. So I'm going to go first. Um, but it's it's all together. The predictions as we do. Um, so tag team championship showcase. Viking Raiders versus New Day versus Undisputed Era. Jack. I am going to go for the Viking Raiders um, for Raw to have a win. Uh, New Day, I don't think need the win. They can jog on. Undisputed Era, after last night, um, I think they could they can get away with a loss here. Um, and I think they're probably wanting to push Viking Raiders a bit more than they already are. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to do it. Um, I have gone for the New Day, um, mainly because... If they're being seen, I know they're not officially the best tag team in the world because of Saudi Arabia nonsense. But um, if they're seen as one of the best tag teams in the in in, in the company, then I think they should win it. Um, and for reasons like that, um, I'll go for Viking Raiders. Undisputed Era don't need the win, considering the madness that occurred last night. And um, New Day. I mean, I. I... Honestly, I, I, I don't even know what, what to say about New Day at the minute because obviously with Xavier Woods out, it's just not quite the same. They don't need the win. Viking Raiders need it more because of the push they need to get to be sort of more credible. So yeah, Viking Raiders. On the New Day still on SmackDown? Yes. yes. New Day are winning. Oh, um, here we go. Matt's got a plan. Like I've written down who, like which out of Raw and SmackDown are winning each one, but I don't know who's on what brand. <laughs> so uh, yes, New New Day will win this match. Toast. Who you I'll got? I'll go undisputed. Fuck it, go for it. Okay. Undisputed. All sorted. Uh, ta- Mid card championship showcase. Ta- I know, because I, know, no, I nearly read the same question. Uh, I just had. Um, so it's AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura with Nakamura. the new... Oh, no, oh, that could have gone I, really badly. I have, I have gone for Roderick Strong. Um, um, he's gonna roll. He's gonna roll Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> he's not gonna do anything else. AJ Styles and Nakamura are gonna kick each other in the bollocks again, and um, Rodney's gonna come in, pick pick a win up against oh. Nakamura, and. Um, because you don't want AJ getting pinned, but Nakamura, he's not doing anything. He can get pinned. Mm. Predicting an AEW finish? <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to be as many flips in this match. Um, just before we go on, what do we think of the new IC title? I love I it. It's better than the old one. I think it's decent. It, it follows in line with the UK title, I think, in the same sort of mould and style. Fucking love it. I think I'm it's surprised. vile. I think it's vile. It is vile. Vile, you're a it's fucking moron. Then you're, I think you're the only person that hates it. But okay, right, it's it's your opinion, and I, I respect that. I don't. Horrible. It's wrong. It's horrible. <laughs> um, I've gone with AJ Styles. Uh, I think at some point the OC is going to get involved with this one because obviously triple threat rules. You know, I'm gonna go Nakamura with Sami Zayn getting involved. Um, we, I'm trying to sort of balance out wins, and I think SmackDown are going to need to get at least a couple because of the Fox thing. Uh, I am going for Roderick Strong. Um, 
I I think similar to to Jack, I don't think he'll do much in the match, but I think actually what will happen is AJ Styles will do a phenomenal forearm, then Strong will pick him up, throw him out of the ring and pin Nakamura. Bang tidy. Toast. Gotta go with AJ. Your guy AJ. I just I just I think it's AJ because they're gonna push him to fight Brock next. Interesting. Mm. Uh, women's Championship Showcase Becky Lynch, Bailey versus Shayna Baszler Jack um, I'm in two minds here if I'm honest I'm going to go Bailey. Um, pretty similar to what Roddy Strong's but I think Becky Lynch and Shayna are going to take each other out and because th- it's just been based around them two this whole triple threat and I think Bailey's just going to come in and Probably do what Roddy's doing in, in Matt's prediction. Just someone's going to hit a finisher, get chucked out, Bailey's going to pick up a victory. Interesting. I'm going to go with Shayna. Fuck. Um, I was going to do that. But... I, I think it's really hard because I think all of them legit could win it and there's reasons behind each person. But I just think after last night, I think we need to big Shayna Baszler back up. And I think this is way to do it on main roster. Um, in similar vein, I've gone with Shayna. Uh, Becky doesn't need the win. Bailey can take the pin. Um, I mean, arguably Bailey could do with the win as well. But Shayna, I reckon. Um, ne- ne- she needs a bit more credibility after losing last night. And quite frankly... If there is intention to put her on one of Raw or SmackDown quite soon, then having that leading into the move is always a bonus. Okay, so there's there's five matches that include NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. And Raw have to win one of them. Then they can't win any of the others, so they have to win this one. So it has to be Becky Lynch. Has to be. Okay. Doesn't need the win though. Doesn't matter. It, but WWE's ramming that the man thing down your throat. Becky does big win. Like. Yeah. Becky does what, big is that, W. Is that what you're going for, Toast? Yeah. Becky does yeah. big W. Becky with big W. Um, we then move on to uh, NXT Championship, Cole versus Pete Dunn. Mm. Dunn, 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 Dunn. <laughs> Go on, Jack. Um, Put money where your mouth is. Go on, Jack. Who's got the balls to do it? Go on then. Space Dose is going to be Pete Dunn. Space Dose is going to be done. If there's money on this for us. I'll put money in as well if you want. If I lose, I'll put money in. No one fucking pays anyway. (laughs) I still have £11. That's fine. Um, I'm going to... I can't... I I really want to go Pete Dunn just so Adam Cole twats him with a chair so it's a DQ finish, but I can't. Just Adam Cole wins. I'm exactly the same as Wolfie. I want Cole to win, but I just have a feeling Don's winning this. I'm gonna go Adam Cole as well. I just your bunch I, of pussies, Pete Dunn. I can't, I can't do it. Okay, I think, go on, Chris. I think it's, I think against all odds, he's gonna still come out with the with the title. No, that, no, that's the odds. That's winning the match. Pete Dunn wins the match. This is why I was skeptical because I, I, I can see Adam Cole just beat him up with a chair. There's no way Pete Dunn is ready to take this title. It has to be Adam Cole. Can't wait that he takes the title on a message. <laughs> on Twitter with Don holding the NXT title by the fucking teeth. Triple H. Punk held it. It like. 
But it's not even by his teeth, though, is it? Because he's got a fucking gum shield in, like a nonce. Oh, is this because play- Sha- oh, is, this, is this because Shinsuke Nakamura also wears a gum Hang shield? On. You play rugby. They wear uh, gum shields in I rugby. I don't wear gum shields in rugby. But you're all your teammates do, I bet. It's not my problem with my teammates or not. <laughs> you play with a bunch of nonce. In turn, that makes you a nonce sympathizer. <laughs> in turn, that makes you a fucking nonce. Chris, I hope we weren't like hoping to have this channel for long after the night. Like... Twitter, if you're watching, it's fine. He's not a nonce. <laughs> <sighs> Should we move on? <laughs> no, no holds barred. No, oh my god. No holds barred. Um, Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. Jack. Uh, it's going to be Brock in it. Cain Velasquez is going to make an appearance at some point, but is, is Rey Mysterio going to be a champion, a top-level champion at this stage in his career? I don't think so. Do you know what? I'm going for it. Yeah, Rey, no Mis- Rey what? Mysterio. Why have you gone for this one and not... I... What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I've gone for... Fuck me. It's like you want to give money. Like I've what? gone for Rey Mysterio because... But he's a vanilla I... midget. You can't win. Shut your face. His knees are made out of jelly and dust. Shut your face. He's going to win because this is going to be his last time winning the title. I, I can just see it. I can just see it. Here you go, Ray. Have the title. Thank you very much. Lesnar disappears and goes and turns on him. Go and he's not going to do some wrestling things in wherever Minnesota. They just signed a new deal. He yes, literally. (laughs) You're basing this on Brock Lesnar disappearing. Brock Lesnar doesn't know how to disappear. (laughs) You're basing it on when Brock disappears, he doesn't take the title with him, like he hasn't done history (laughs) for it. The fucking title doesn't matter if Brock vanishes. He vanishes. The title's with him. Suddenly, the ITUS become important. <laughs> right. Um, Shit your face. All right. I, I went. <laughs> I went with. Um, uh, I was gonna say Pete Dunne there. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, for the same reason that Paul's put in the chat on the basis that, but by the time Kane walks down with his broken legs, Brock will have destroyed Ray, and then that's the end of it. Really. So, yes, nine, ten second match. Simple. So, I have actually put my money where my uh, mouth is on this one because I had an Acker come in for 58 quid last week on the international football and I've stuck it all on Brock Lesnar to win. Fucking brag about it. Weird flex, but okay. So, <laughs> Brock, Brock, like, like this okay, is the only one I'm really certain on. And if it doesn't come in, it's going to cost me a fair bit of chance. Frey Mysterio wins absolute limbs. But it's not. I'm going to do the same as what Toast is going to do to Matt. I'm just going to post and tag him. Yeah. I'm I'm going with Brock because I I just I'm not stupid. <laughs> cool. Uh, Universal Championship: Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's on a year of putting people over. <clears throat> Bray Wyatt. Um, it's got to be Bray Wyatt. What's the point in his complaining that he's not won the title at Hell in a Cell, then giving him the title, then taking it straight off him? What's the point? Well, I mean, you can go for Bray Wyatt. I'll go for The Fiend, to be honest. I think The Fiend's going to win. They're the same person. (laughs) (laughs) On his his title plate, it's a Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. I'll go for The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. There's 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 nothing else to really say. It'd be a very good match, but yeah. No man games, fuck's sake, Wolf. You spelled fiend wrong. Yeah, Chris. The fiend. <laughs> the fiend. The fiend. And you spelled Bray wrong. Matt. 
I know you dyslexic and all, but come on, mate. <laughs> um, I'm going for Bray Wyatt because I'd be stupid not to. Speaking of stupid. You're going to go with Debray, aren't you? I'm going with Debray for reasons that I think the Fiend chasing Debray for the next month or two to get the title back will be fantastic for SmackDown. And I think Debray getting the title will also pop ratings. So we're going Debray. Okay. That's a lot of names. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with just saying the brand and you just put the brand name in. So Women's Survivor Series match. SmackDown versus Raw versus NXT. Okay. Right. Team Raw are 100% winning this. 100% winning it. Um, I wish I knew who were on these teams currently. So, uh, Flair, I'll, I'll, Natalia, uh, Asuka, Kairi Sane, and Sarah Logan. Cause, all right. Sarah <laughs> Logan's there. She's, she's not been there at all during the whole of this build-up for Survivor Series, apart from one day, and then she's in the team, apparently. Cool. Is Charlotte on one of the teams? Yes, yeah, she's, yeah, she's captain. Team. Hence why Team Raw are going to win. Yeah, yeah. basically any team that Charlotte's on is going to win it. I mean, I basically right Charlotte, in the chat, yeah. we'll move on. That's right, Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte um, wins. I'm team going Charlotte. for NXT. <laughs> you fucking moron. Well, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go Raw. I'm also going for NXT because NXT, has, are you fucking mark? NXT has the best women's division. Um, they've got Rhea, is it Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm. Uh, and... I can't remember who the other Bella two are. Shirai. Bella Shirai. I mean, like if that team's going to kick the ass of any team. Four of them were in a cage match. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. <laughs> Hold on, I'm, just, I'm, looking at... I'm looking at the chat and just thought, you're a moron. No, I'm not. 10 out of 10 will listen to that debate again. <laughs> top notch, Smoothman, top notch. Leave me alone. I get bullied. I'm going to leave again. Uh, men's Survivor Series match, um, Team Raw versus uh, Team SmackDown versus Oh, shit. NXT. I've just realised the Cruiserweight match is a, is a Survivor Series match, isn't it? They're all on different brands. Oh, What's Leo so Rush? Who saying? gives a fuck? It's the Chris Red Cycle. Yeah, but uh, Leo Rush the, is oh, winning. It's on the free show, so what are they concert? Leo's not gonna drop the potato it, anyway, it, so we're fine. Rush is NXT, isn't he? Yeah. No, it's fine. I've perfect it. Rush is two oh five. Whatever that was that I'll So that means big explanation of main event. Or not main event, but the last match. So the last match is so Team Raw, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Ricochet, and potentially Kevin Owens with a question mark. Um, or we don't know if it's confirmed. SmackDown is Roman Reigns, Mustafa Ali, Braun Strowman, oh, Steve Corbin, and Shorty yeah. G versus yeah. Team NXT, which is to be announced. It perfect- is perfectly felt after yes. I realised the Leah Rush thing. It's perfectly yeah. cornered for me. Team SmackDown. SmackDown, yep, same here. Fuck yeah. <laughs> everyone's going to finish on, on a draw. Yeah. I'm going to go with NXT. NXT. Um, mainly because I think in some way um, Roman Reigns is going to screw King Corbin or the other way around. I don't think Raw's going to win it. I think it's going to be NXT. I reckon, well, Trips, I reckon Trips is going to get involved in the NXT match in, uh, for Team NXT at the end. He'll, he'll try and do like a pedigree on Roman, similar to how no, they ended up with Kevin and get the title. 
Your pedigree, Seth, is perfect story then. Okay, fine. But either way, it's Team SmackDown are winning it. Because it, it makes everyone finish on two. So, yeah, simple. Like, yes, Team SmackDown are winning this one, but that's f- like the fact that Leo Rush, Akira Tozawa, and Kalisto are all on different brands fucks my entire fucking. <laughs> I've only just noticed to be fair. Thank like, you very much well, for that, Jack. I shat my pants I, for a second. I, I want my. I want an option to pick any one of the five other three brand matches that I can change. Nope. You could change the cruiserweight match or oh, the, and this. You can change the Universal Championship match or the No Holds Barred Brock Lesnar and Rey Mysterio match. Or oh, the five multi-man. <laughs> I, want, I want to be able to change. No, you, sounded, you sounded confident, mate. I, no, because I had it all worked out, and now you've told me you inflation tells me that my women's no, match... If I hadn't said anything, no one would have noticed. It's only because my brain ticked, and I was like, oh. is wrong. I think you're overthinking this. I'm not. You are. Just put no. NXT down. Stop being an idiot. What, Matt overthinking this? No. I'm changing that. Oh, fuming. Toaster. NXT are winning because Big Daddy Trips is going to be the leader of the team NXT and Kevin Owens is doing a big dirty turn and go back to NXT. Big Dirty? Big Dirty. Yep. Indeed. Ow. Um, that concludes our predictions. Um, currently, the scores are Jack with one, Space Doaster with two, me and Chris with three, and Matt with four. Can't believe Matt's winning. But it won't be like that by the end of the night, will it, mate? No, nah, because he's fucked his predictions, hasn't he? <laughs> Sorry, Steph Rollins, what was that? You'd love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I've just noticed you were spinning my face around while I was yeah, speaking. Well. Absolute idiot. Um, that concludes this week's podcast. Once again, thank you very much. What are you doing? <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for everybody who stopped by over in in the chat over on Twitch while so we're doing this live. Thank you to all of you at home who listen afterwards. Um, much appreciated. Please make sure that you follow us on Twitter at BadBookersWP. Uh, we'll also make sure that Space Doaster's Twitter is somewhere on the next episode, on this episode, so you can find where he is. Um, make sure you go and check out our Patreon if you would like to hear or support us and make sure that I do stupid stuff. Funny. Um, other than that, you want it. Thank you very much. Lads, thanks for having me again. No, no problem, mate. So thank so you. Yeah, folks, thanks for coming along. Much appreciated. Cheers. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.